May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and Redeemer. Amen. One of the many messages that come with the season of Advent is be prepared or be ready. Peace is our word for today. And I'll teach you a hand gesture. This comes from the early church in Jewish times when Christianity grew out of that peace. Peace. There's actually something to do with that hand motion that the early Christians used coming out of Judaism. Body motion and placement was very important to them, and they had a lot of different ways of incorporating that into worship. This feels very peaceful when you try it. Why don't we all try it together? Peace. Peace. Advent, leading into the season of Christmas, is supposed to be a season of peace. We write about it on Christmas cards. We sing about it. We light candles. But sometimes the routines of our lives are anything but peaceful. Our lives are typically filled with running around, trying to get things done, and imagining, envisioning the perfect Christmas. Worrying about the perfect gift, the crowds we will probably encounter, it's anything but peaceful. And that compounded with the events of last week in San Bernardino, sometimes during such turmoil, it's hard to find peace. What I'd like to do today is draw us just for the moment in being here, take us into that peace. Take a nice breath, deep breath, and let go of those things that might be bothering you. Put it on the shelf just for a while, and I promise it'll be there waiting for you when you return. But just pretend you left it out on the front porch and you can grab it on your way back into the world. For a moment, let's be here now and be totally present in the hand of peace. In Hebrew, you've heard, probably heard the word peace is shalom. In Arabic, it is salah. Biblically, the word peace carries deep meaning and many expectations. Back in the day, it wasn't used as much in referring to the peace an individual feels, nor between nations warring against one another but it was mostly used in the context of the peace that God would one day bring to this world. The kind of peace that would re restore wholeness, completeness, and a time when everything would work the way it was designed to. A time when people weren't trying to get ahead of each other or stepping over someone where th to get to the goal they were trying to get to. A time when people would understand the sacredness of creation and how to be in relationship with it. A time where people would truly know themselves, their true selves, not the way the world sees you or how you might beat yourself up sometimes, but the creation of God that you all are. A time where the people of God would realize the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, not just on Sunday morning, but 24-7, always, and that we would live and move and have our being within God so we would be completely aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit and that they would never think about being separated from it. That was peace, shalom, 
and Salah. There are beautiful images of it from the prophets in today's readings. In the reading from Baruch, did you catch the part about the valleys being lifted up? If you lift up a valley, what does that do? It makes everything level. Part of Isaiah is quoted in today's gospel in Luke, not just the valleys being lifted up, but the mighty mountains being brought down, which also makes them level. All of the crooked paths to get to where you were going would now be made straight. All of the rough edges would be smoothed out, which would make it easier to walk a straight path. Anyone ever hiked or walked through rugged country? As I was preparing the homily today, it's all about mountains being brought down and valleys being brought for level ground. But then I thought, well, this is ironic. We're a bunch of mountain people here. And I think a lot of us go into the mountains to find peace. So I had a little confrontation there, but I'll stay with the biblical narrative. All of those images that Baruch, Isaiah, and several other prophets spoke of that we return to in various parts of the gospel were images of God preparing a way in the hearts and minds of a whole people, a way that would be level and smooth and straightforward to peace, shalom, and salah in God. So I wonder, in these times of our lives, do they, in your life, does it resemble mountains and valleys and crooked paths if we might think more of what it means to be prepared and how to prepare ourselves in the season of Advent. Just think, for example, and please think with me, what are the valleys in your lives that keep you from experiencing the peace and wholeness of God? Insurmountable objects, bills, projects to finish? Do you have some valleys of your own? Chaotic schedules, not enough hours in the day, your students about to be on vacation for a couple weeks, or even the turmoil in our world around us. Not that any of these things are going to go away, but when you find the peace we have been talking about, we seem to handle these types of things very differently. What are the pitfalls that you fall into? For myself, I've got these old messages that run in my head time and time again. That wasn't so smart. That was kind of a dumb decision. <laughs> that you can't or don't measure. I, those feelings where I feel like I don't measure up sometimes. In peace, these valleys or pitfalls get raised up and leveled off. And we learn to live in a world where there are mountains and valleys. What about the rough, rough spots that need to be smoothed out in our lives? For me, one I struggle with is thinking I'm responsible for absolutely everything, that I control everything, that if something has gone wrong, it must have been my fault because I should have seen it and possibly done something about it. Control and thinking that I really have control is one of my own rough spots. What about you? Cranky? Arguing? Impatience, does everything have to be perfect? The point here, the mountains and valleys never go away from us, but I hope the peace you experience now remains. During Advent, remember the vision of hope, the vision of peace, and the kind of peace that comes to us 
when you're willing to let God work in those valleys and mountains to straighten the crooked ways and to smooth those rough edges of our lives. It's an invitation to not just think about peace, but to live peace and to be peace. I end with peace, shalom, and salah. Amen.